He has kept from her so long I finally known Her big mistake That one regret that haunts her to this day It just won't fade So many different stories We thought could not be redeemed but it's against our darkest failures we start to see the beauty of the blood the goodness of this grace the mercy undeserved that could never be explained heaven's best takes all the scars for the worst in all of that's the glory of the cross. That's the wonder of his love. That's the beauty of the blood. What a thought. 
Just a single drop forever wipes away our every stain. And with its power, every chain that held us now lies at our feet. And we stand free, the beauty of the blood, the goodness of this grace, the mercy undeserved that could never be explained. Heaven's best takes all the scars for the worst in all of us. That's the glory of the cross, the wonder of his love. That's the beauty of the blood. Turn with me to the book of Hebrews, chapter 9. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I thought you could. <clears throat> Isn't it good to be in the Lord's house? It has been so good this week. I want to thank you, church, for your faithfulness this week. Uh, several people told me Thursday night, said, Preacher, if you said let's go another night, we would have been here. Thank you for that. Thank you for that faithfulness and that dedication. They did say we were hoping for a little break. I think everybody was a little tired. I think everybody needed some rest. We went home. We rested. We've shared all over town the good things the Lord has done. And I believe, Brother Paul, we have picked up right where we left off Thursday night. And I'll tell you, the service was over Thursday, but God has not stopped. And he has continued to change lives and convict souls. I'm telling you, folks, it has been good. The highlight of my week has been when me and Brother Eddie sat right there Wednesday night. I had Ethan Daniel right there beside me. Miss Stephanie, your boy sang his heart out. Gavin Kilcrease right behind me singing his little heart out. All those boys just singing and shouting and praising. Me and Brother Eddie couldn't sing, we couldn't talk, we couldn't look at one another. We were humbled by the desire of those young men to sing for the Lord. Boy, I'm glad he gave me a new song. Hebrews chapter 9 and in verse 11. 
But Christ being come, a high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats, of goats and calves, but by his own blood. He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God, for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. I want you to go down to verse 22 for time's sake. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without the shedding of blood is no remissions. It was therefore necessary that the pattern of things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entereth into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this the judgment... So Christ once, so Christ once, once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall appear the second time without sin unto salvation. You may be seated. I want to speak to you this morning on the subject, what the blood provides, what the blood provides provides your entire life you have sang it you have heard preaching you have heard teaching on the blood of Christ you have heard preacher after preacher it's by the blood it's by the blood we sing the songs what can wash away my sin nothing but the blood of Jesus and every service that we have and everything that we do we exalt the blood of Jesus in our sermons we exalt the blood of Jesus we believe that it is the saving substance that God has used to reconcile, to be the atonement for our sins. It is the blood of Jesus that saves. It is the blood of Jesus that makes a difference. It is the blood of Jesus that seals our redemption for all of eternity. May I tell you today, you can go to church your entire life and miss out on heaven. You can be a member of a Baptist church your entire life and not go to heaven. You can get baptized 42 times and never see God in His holiness. But it's by the precious blood of Jesus. 
And in Hebrews chapter 9 and Hebrews chapter 10, the Hebrew writer is simply describing the, the, the superiority of the blood of Jesus over the blood of animals. Over and over and over. He begins to describe that the blood of Jesus is superior to the blood of those goats and rams that they offered in the Old Testament. The blood of those goats and rams, may I tell you, the blood that was shed, they would take to the mercy seat and they would sprinkle upon the mercy seat as an offering for their sin. And may I tell you that that blood never saved them. That blood never redeemed them, but it was the picture of that blood picturing the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Those things were a pattern. Those things were a picture of things to come. May I tell you, in the Old Testament, it was the blood of Jesus that washed away sin. May I tell you, during the days of Abraham, it was the blood of Jesus. During the days of Job, it was the blood of Jesus. During the days of Elijah, it was the blood of Jesus. May I tell you, during in the days of the Apostle Peter, it was the precious blood of Jesus. May I tell you today, it's still the precious blood of Jesus. It is superior to all things. That's why the Apostle Peter said, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things of silver and gold, received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. May I tell you, the precious blood of Jesus is precious today. It is without blemish. It is without spot. It is the only substance that has the power to clean our hearts, to wash us white as snow. The Apostle Paul said, having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him, I say, to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. It's by the blood of Jesus. It's by the blood of Jesus. Jesus Christ came to this earth. He lived a perfect life, born of a virgin. The deity of Christ is what makes his blood so precious. The purity of Christ is what makes his blood so powerful. May I tell you, his blood was so different than the blood of a lamb and the blood of a ram because this was truly the Son of God. It wasn't just anybody's blood. It was godly blood. It was perfect blood. It was precious blood. It was powerful blood. May I tell you as powerful it was in that day, it's still powerful today in this day, in this hour, the precious blood of Jesus. And as he died upon the cross and the blood was shed, the Bible said that when he was in the tomb three days and three nights, that's where they think he was. But he was busy, and he went up into heaven, and he took his blood, and he sprinkled it upon the mercy seat. Forever an offering for our sins. For every sin that I would ever commit, and every sin that you would ever commit. And the moment that we accept Jesus into our life, and we make him our Savior, we are accepting that blood. And we are allowing that blood to be the atonement for our sin. It is a realization that I can't save myself. That I can't get baptized enough. That I can't be good enough. But it's by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. I begin to wonder the things that the blood provides. And I looked up the definition of blood. 
And it says that blood is the red fluid that circulates in the body that does three things. First thing, it carries away waste. It carries nutrients through our body. And it delivers the oxygen through the body that produces life. I didn't get any of that. I'm, I'm a dumb redneck. I had to call my wife and I said, baby, explain this to me. Our blood has three purposes in our body. And the first purpose is to carry away the waste. May I tell you today, the blood provides a substance to carry away our sins. The blood that is going through us is carrying away the waste and the carbon dioxide and all of the bad things that are in our bodies. Our blood has something within it, and it is the white blood cells, and you can go into all of that, but I'll save that for later because I'm not very smart when it comes to those things. But I know there's a lot of things that tries to attack our body. But the doctor always says, let it run its course. Let it run its course. And what they mean by that is these things come and go. But the problem is, and the, or excuse me, the beauty is, is there's a red substance that is flowing through us that is helping us take all the bad stuff out of our bodies. And it carries this bad stuff to organs within our bodies that destroys those evil things. How many times have you heard the doctor said, let your body fight it. Let your body fight it. You need to get strong enough so you can fight this off. Why? Because our blood is working hourly and daily and by every minute to carry away things that are in our system that does not need to be there. May I tell you there are things in our life that does not need to be there. There are sins in our life that does not need to be there. And the only way to carry away the waste out of our life in the sins that are in our life is by the precious blood of Jesus. Our blood can't do it, but His blood can. Our blood cannot get rid of those things that are in our life, but His blood can. May I tell you today that we must go to the precious blood of Jesus so His blood can purge us and wash us and get rid of the waste that is in our life. I want you to look here in verse 14 of Hebrews chapter 9. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the internal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works? Go down to verse 22. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without the shedding of blood is no remissions. Twice the Hebrew writer said that the blood is used to purge. It means to cleanse from filth. Now when I looked at this definition of the Greek, this is what it said. To cleanse from filth, to clean grain by winnowing, to clean a tree by pruning. Means that when there are stuff that is bad, when there's stuff that does not need to be there, that we must purge it. That it must leave. That we must get this stuff out of our system. It's like pruning a tree. It's like taking off the old stuff that is standing in the way of going further for the Lord. In the book of Leviticus, God laid out the law. 
of how they were going to field and how they were going to farm and how they're going to produce these things. And this is what God told them. Six years thou shalt sow thy field. Six years thou shalt prune thy vineyard and gather in the fruit thereof. Six years you're going to plow. Six years you're going to plant. Six years you're going to prune. If they were going to have a successful harvest, they must get rid of the junk that was in that field there to choke out the fruit that God wanted to produce. In six years they spent getting the junk out of the garden and the junk out of the field so that God could feed them and produce fruit in their life. And you know what he said? Six years I want you to plant. Six years I want you to prune. But Brother Carl on the seventh, I want you to rest. Brother Bobby, they had so much fruit in those six years that that seventh year they didn't have to work. Because they spent the time purging those things that were there to choke them and destroy them. They spent their time purging them out of the fields. And God blessed the harvest. You know why we can't rest? Because we hadn't purged. You know why we can't rest? Because we got junk in our life that God is not satisfied with. Nor will He ever be satisfied with. There are things in our daily life that He doesn't want there. You know what He said? Purge. Get rid of. You know when you come in from work and you stink and you filth and you go over there and hug your wife and she says, Oh, you stink. Go take a shower before you hug me. Let me tell you something, folks. We need to get under the fountain of blood. And we need to take a shower. And we need to get under the fountain and allow the blood of Jesus to purge us of all of this junk. But I thought about the second thing that the blood does. I want you to notice what it says here in verse 14. To purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And so the blood carries away the waste, but it also carries nutrients throughout our body. The blood is the substance that carries the glucose, the amino acids, the fatty acids. Now, before you get impressed, I Googled this, okay? <laughs> the vitamins, the minerals, and all of the things that we need in our bodies is carried through the blood. What do you do when you go to the hospital and, and they put you on the IV and it's going through the blood? And what do they say? Give it a little time. It will work. It gets in the bloodstream and the blood begins to flow through us and the blood begins to heal us because that blood is carrying the need, the things, the vitamins, the minerals that our body needs so that we can have a sufficient life, a thriving life, so that we can be something that we don't even deserve to be. May I tell you, our blood in us is helping us and strengthening us. Every single day, our blood is flowing with vitamins and minerals. And we get to get up, Brother, Brother Carl, and shout and be excited. And we don't even realize what's going on because there's blood running through our system that is enabling us to do something and to live and to smile and to walk. Man, Brother Paul spent all morning trying to get y'all to smile. Preacher said one time, said, if you're happy, you ought to notify your face about it. 
Man, let me tell you something. We got blood flowing through us, giving us everything we need to perform, to walk, to talk. That's just like the precious blood of Jesus that has given me everything that I need in order to serve the living King. May I tell you, in the precious blood of Jesus is a flow of grace, is a flow of mercy. Are y'all with me this morning? In the precious blood of Jesus is a flow of forgiveness and redemption and grace and strength and might and power. May I tell you, if the blood of Jesus is good enough to wash me white as snow so that I can go to heaven, it's good enough to give me strength every single day. You don't just get under the blood when you get saved. You stay under the precious blood of Jesus. You allow the blood of Jesus to strengthen you and enable you every single day. If it were not for that blood, we would be incapable to perform the things that God has called us to do. You know what we did this week? We got back to Calvary. Four months, three months, me and Brother Paul's been begging y'all, come on, folks. Three months, you begged them to smile. Three months, you begged them to sing. Three months. Folks, we got to get to the cross. And as we get to the cross... We allow the precious blood of Jesus to strengthen us and enable us. Child of God, get under the blood. Child of God, stay under the crimson flow of his precious blood. If I needed it when I was lost, if I needed it to get to heaven, if I needed it for eternal life, then surely I need it for abundant life. Oh, the precious blood of Jesus. The third thing it does. <laughs> Y'all mind if I just shout this morning? Man, I don't know. You know, dope heads, they get strung out. I told somebody this morning, I feel like I'm strung out. But it's not on any substance other than the Holy Spirit of God. But this blood carries away our sins. It gives us the ability to serve, but it also produces new life. You see, the blood that flows through us delivers the oxygen in our body that produces life. If I was to cut the blood flow off to my hand, it would die. Where there is no blood, there is no life. Where there is no blood, there is no life. And I can cut the blood flow off. And my hands begins to change colors. And it begins to uh, change. And the colors begin to change. And I'm thinking, man, what's going on? And all of a sudden I can let go. And there's new life. There's the life coming back into my hand. And I can do it again. And I can cut the blood flow off. And then it goes dead again. And I can open it back up and it goes back to life. I can go to my foot and I can cut the blood flow off and it will die. I can cut the blood flow off to my arm and it will die. Folks, I can cut the blood flow off to my body and it will die. Because that blood produces oxygen in our body. And that oxygen produces life. May I tell you that if I cut the blood of Jesus off from me I will die I will perish I will forever be eternally separated from a living holy righteous God 
If you cut off the blood of Jesus from your heart and your life, you will die. You say, preacher, I'm dying anyway. I'm not. <laughs> I just started living. Whew. When I apply the blood of Jesus to my life, yes, there may be a day. Yes, there may be a day that I'm sitting up here in a casket. Yes, there may be a day that, well, I don't know if y'all going to grieve over me or not. But yes, there may be a day y'all be gathered up. And I told Brother Paul the other day some instructions. If he ever got to bury me, I done told him what to do. Let's have church. Amen. But folks, I'm not dead. I'm, my body, my temple may be here. But if I've been washed by the blood of Jesus, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. Death has no more dominion over me. Yes, I'll face death, but I'll never face the sting of it. Forever taken away. Look in Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 11 in verse 17. Leviticus chapter 11. I wrote the wrong verse down, but I know what the verse says. There is life in the blood. There is life in the blood. For in the flesh, there is life in the blood. Where the blood is... Life is. I appreciate y'all. Some, some of y'all's out there trying to find it for me. 1711. Boy, that was backwards there, wasn't it? But I want you to see this verse. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar. To make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood. It didn't say it is the membership. It is the baptism. It is the good works. But he said it is the blood. That maketh atonement for the soul. Oh, the precious blood of Jesus. One man said, cleansing our consciences cannot be done by some external ceremony, but it demands an internal power. It's only blood that can give us eternal redemption. It is only His blood that can give us eternal security. It is only His blood that can give us an eternal inheritance. What a blood. What a blood. What a blood. I'm going to say it to you, amen. amen. What a blood. Amen. Johnny Naff, me and you deserve hell. What a blood. Amen. Little Blaine Kilcrease, you don't deserve to go to heaven. J.R., you don't deserve to go to heaven. And I don't either. But oh, the blood. Oh, the blood 
But preacher, do you know who's sitting over there? Do you know what they used to be part of? Oh, the blood. Had somebody get saved in here. I sat at a table with three men who claimed to be saved. And they said, boy, I saw who got saved at your church. Boy, I tell you, if there's anybody needed to get saved, it was them. You stink, stinking hypocrites. Said, sound like you need to get saved. And I told them, I said, I'm glad you don't go to promised land. Because you don't know the blood like I know it. That can take every sin. That can take every error. That can take every imperfection and purge us and wash us and make us white as snow. I can't get over how God can take a black heart and take red blood and make it white as snow. Oh, man, I'm forever amazed by the blood. The second verse of that song, Miss Jennifer, that you sing. Oh, there is a blood that sights the blind. It heals the sick, the lonely finds. It has the power to free the bound. As chains they fall upon the ground. So pour it out to cleanse my soul. Ooh, it's enough to make a Baptist shout. And let its liquid glory flow. Because it lives to make me whole. I owe my life. I owe my all. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you. And I thank you for your precious blood. I thank you for what it provides for us. I'm thankful that it carries away our sin. I'm thankful, Lord, that it gives us the nourishment that we need on a daily basis to serve you and live for you. And, Lord, I'm so glad that it gives life. We're going to live forever because of your blood. Lord, maybe there's somebody here this morning that they've been dependent upon their, on themselves. They've been dependent upon their religion. They've been dependent upon their memo's religion and their mamaw's profession. Lord, it ain't good enough for mamaw to have it and mama to have it. Lord, we got to have it. Lord, help us to get under the flow. Lord, just pour that liquid glory out this morning. Lord, help us to get clean, wash us white as snow. Lord, we're not going to heaven without it. You made it clear that we're sinners. And we come short of your glory. That if we ever want to get in your presence, that we're going to have to get clean. Oh, I'm so thankful for the blood of Jesus to clean me and wash me. Lord, you know my closet. You know what nobody in this place knows. And you love me anyway. You forgave me anyway. What a precious blood. What a powerful blood. Thank you for letting us get to Calvary this week. Thank you for letting us get under that blood. Wow, what a God. What a Jesus. What a Savior. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand very quiet, very 